everybody. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Taylor. And now we're talking, Darian. Hello and welcome. Here we are. Podcast number one, pilot episode, why we are here. Liz, thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. I love it. I'm like so flattered that you called me. I still questioned if you were drunk when you called me on like a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> at 12. So, <laughs> so sober, I swear. <laughs> And that's the kind of the funny um, impetus to this. Like you, typical Taylor Carter, I could say that now having known you for, you know, a year or two years that, you know, you get these amazing ideas and then you just go and she's like a, like a rocket launcher. They're not um, always amazing. No, that's true. <laughs> warn you right now. <laughs> I, I think they're real, maybe, maybe who we're asking, we're asking your kids or, but um, yeah, you called me up one day and said, Hey, I've got a great idea. And you pitched me a podcast idea and I thought... Actually, this is this is fun. This is a good idea. Oh, thanks. Well, if I'm being honest, it's I credit goes to my husband. Um, you know, I was telling him I think, you know, there's there's room for more media in our town. Um and he said, Why don't you start a podcast? And I thought at first you're nuts. Like there's mm-hmm. no way. And then I thought, you know, that could be really, really fun because the things I really want to know more about and talk more about are, you know, the, the hot topics that are currently being reduced to a headline or a tweet or a Facebook post. And, and that's just not right. Like we got to get away from that, um, from boiling everything and everyone down to, you know, one side or the other mm-hmm. labels really. Yeah, um, I like that. So, you know, I want this to be a long form conversation, uh, where people in town can get to know each other and get to know their local leaders and get to know their store owners, business owners, um, at a deeper level, know who they are and why they, why they've done what they've done, you know, whether it's open a business or, you know, make a decision or mm-hmm. start something new. I, it's just, uh, I think we need more conversation and less, um, you know, division. Right. Oh my God. Well, of course. I mean, this climate just seems so, um, so divisive, but the idea of bringing it home, I love that, you know, and knowing our neighbors and, you know, focusing on the one thing that we all love to start, which is Darien and why we're here in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, putting it in a medium where this is a town of many moms, many type A moms for that matter, but we're doing 10,000 things and I pathetically do not have a chance to sit down and read the very cool few outlets we have, like the Darien Times, the Darienite, um, the uh, Darien Neighbors. These are cool, you know, printed media sources we have that I love hearing about. I love reading about our police blotter, but I don't get a chance to do it. So having yeah. a podcast where I can listen for 30 seconds or five minutes or an hour is like, yes, I can do this now while my kids think I'm doing a puzzle with them, but I'm really listening to a podcast. Yeah. And you know, moms, dads, single, married. I mean, everybody, you know, is so busy these days commuting or whatever, I mean, less commuting now, but hopefully again soon, um, you know, we're all doing a lot at once, whether it's driving kids around or, you know, whatever, like put in your AirPods and hopefully you've got, you know, 30, 40 minutes for us to kind of get to know somebody in your community a little bit better. Okay. Well, let's, let's go into that right now. You like, I feel like two things, let's get to know you, Taylor Carter, and you're super busy. I feel like you're really busy all the time. I mean, I mean, everyone is, but you seem like you've got tons of stuff. You're always juggling. Um, Happiest when I'm busy. <laughs> uh, okay. G- give me a little background. You're a Wall Street girl, which is so badass in my opinion. Oh gosh. And there's nothing, nothing badass about it. But <laughs> um, no, I mean, I spent, I guess a little more than 10 years. Yeah. Working on Wall Street, selling bonds and then decided to stay home with my second child after we'd been here for about a year with two and doing the, you know, double commute to the city, me and my husband. 
and, you know, thought about starting a business, didn't work out, um, and decided that I thought I wanted to get involved, basically. Like, I was kind of looking at the world around me and critical of a lot of decisions that were being made and decided I need to raise my own hand. So got involved in local government, and um, now I'm on the board of finance. But that is super boring stuff that we are not going to cover in this podcast. No, I like that, though. (laughs) You know, maybe that's actually what attracts us to each other, since instead of um, cursing at the darkness, you raised your hand and said, all right, let me get involved then. Let me just... You know, instead of just throwing my opinion out there, let me get in the ring and, you know, start helping this town. That's actually how I got involved, too. You know, I started meeting different people in town. Business. I started my own business in town as well yeah. when I moved out here in, um, I don't know when it was, 2013. It was a recruiting business, right? Yeah, I started recruiting. Recruiting for finance and digital sales. Such an interesting niche. Um, so I did that with my partner for five years. And it just connected me to this whole underbelly of Darien and really the gears, the engine room of Darien that makes this place run that we take for granted. People come in from out of town and and they think, well, this town's great. It's beautiful. They've got great education. We've got great sports. We've got like a great shops. And it, it, until you stop and take a step back, you don't realize there's a whole group of people who are actively working their butts off to make this all come together in this synergy. That's and cool. I got connected with those people and it, I ended up raising my hand and getting on a board. Yeah. Um, and it's a really fun group. And that's, you know, a lot of the people I want to talk to here. I mean, there's a lot of great people making this right. town work of all stripes. Right, right, right. Both sides. Wait, let me back up and ask you, so why did you even pick Darien moving out of the city versus Rye, Westport, New Canaan, I don't know, or up the Hudson Valley? You know, I think it's probably similar to a lot of people. We we looked in Westchester and thought the taxes were really high mm-hmm. and the schools here were really good. We had a couple of friends here. Um, and that was, you know, that was kind of it. We found a house we liked. Um, <laughs> what it. about you? I love that. No, so, I mean, I had a uh, family that um, preceded me out here. My sister had, she has four kids. She's 10 years older than me. Um, and she's definitely the personality of the family, by the way. She's the best. But um, she had four kids that are, kind of started c- coming through the system. And then I ended up getting engaged in when it came to look for a town in Connecticut. Again, not going to the taxes of New York State. I was going to go to Darien. I wasn't going to go to like Westport. And my sister is five minutes away from me in Darien. So. And now you've got three young girls, right? Yeah, I know. Three young girls. I am for so much more time me, for a podcast. <laughs> for a podcast. By the way, it must be said, I don't think I've told you this. I am, if you got to kind of meet me, I am not a girl mom. Maybe I am now if you only know me in that. I'm a That's boy so true. Mom, That's right? true. Like, and my husband is a guy's guy. Like he's a big guy. He's like a, you know, an athlete. He's you know, you know, involved in sports and I don't know, just very manly like things. And we get three girls. We have two girl dogs, three girls. I feel like somewhere people are laughing at me. Like, no, you know. your girls are going to be phenomenal. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. I know. And no, you, but- you have four. I can't believe you went for four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why not, right? Just <laughs> four kids. I'm three already cats, in debt. There's already dog. chaos. Yeah, three cats. Kids want a gerbil. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get a gerbil. The dog might eat it. Get a gerbil. It might self-correct eventually. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but, you know, they, they say, like, if you want, what is it? If you want something done, ask a busy person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think this needs to get done. So let's get it done. No, like, I love that. Well, one thing actually worth asking you is do you feel like, uh, let me back it up. I feel like the media, I don't want to, like, sound like, part of this whole conservative right side that like the media is biased. But I feel like there is just, there's only, there's limited and restricted, like your, the information we're getting is based on everyone's opinion that you're getting, right? The person who's 
who's uh, the journalist of that hour of that minute. It's their spin on it. Mm-hmm. And so do, do you feel that way? And part of my draw in doing this is the thought of thought that it would give us a chance to let other people open and give their thoughts and opinions without it being this just one-sided conversation. I mean, do you feel like that stereotype of the media is the biased media? I hate to even say that. But. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I do. Okay. Um, and I think it's it's easier for people to make informed decisions when they can hear it straight from the horse's mouth rather than reading an article about, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Smith. Like, let's talk to Joe Smith. Yeah, right. You know, that's the whole idea, right? We got to let people make their own decisions and hear why someone made a decision that they did or, you know, chose to do what they did. Um, right, like here in Durant, like even during... it. Yeah, COVID, there's been so many hot decisions. Like one of them even was like our beaches. Do we open our beaches, close our beaches to the outside? Mm-hmm. It'd be great to get someone from Parks and Rec in here and be like, tell us about that decision process. What was the discussion in the board, pros and cons, and not have it again, reduced to whatever headline it was, the paper people read, you know, Darian's closing to the public and people just then <laughs> make yeah. judgments again. Or, I mean, the, the topic nearest and dearest to my heart lately is the schools, right? Mm. Opening and closing schools. And I would love to get Dr. Eidley in here because I have so much respect for him. And even though I have publicly, you know, challenged his decisions at times this year, um, you know, talking about it is helpful and for everyone, to understand, you know, why we do what we do in this town. And there are so many committed people to doing the right thing. We don't always agree, but that's kind of the interesting part, right? Like we have to understand each other to all get along and help this community thrive. See, I like this about you. I mean, if I didn't know you now personally, I've gotten to know you really well the last year. And when I first, you had some coattails that like I had heard your name before I even met you. And it was Taylor Card. It was always associated with some sort of you know, movement action in town, like a stance of sort. And I was like, okay, who is this bulldog? This girl, she's got to be intense. She's got to be really opinionated and judgmental. And then we went and got cocktails and we sat down and you blew me away that you were actually the opposite of that. You were soft-spoken. You were a listener. um, you, You were reserved and you just, you have opinions, but they're thoughtful opinions. And you always wait to hear, you truly wait to hear people talk. And then before expressing your opinion and, and you're true to your own, I don't know, your heart, your belief system when you express them, but you're always considerate of others. And that's really nice. You don't have to say that. <laughs> it's, you know, I think it's very true. I'm not just saying to like pump you up. I, I think I was surprised by this because I would not have thought this from just like sign this petition by Taylor Carter. Like what? who is this? What is she up to? Yeah. It, it is upsetting a little bit to know that that's the reputation I have, but Sorry. you know, no, not Sorry, at I mean, all. I, I do. I mean, it is what it is, right? Like you got to own that. And it's, you know, I want to get things done. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think you're, you and I are very similar. Like our values are, yeah, not complain, just raise your hand, get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you believe in something, advocate for it. And you know, whether it's opening our schools or, or something else, I think, you know, both of us are willing to, to lend a hand. And I think that's what makes our community so great, right? In so many ways. We've mm-hmm. got volunteers in so many different aspects of our community, whether it's sports or the arts or, you know, town government. I mean, it's great. You know, no, I agree. Um, and my dad always taught me, like, you know, don't curse the darkness. I don't know if I've said that to you before, but, you know, if you want to change something, either do something about it, or if you don't like something, vote with your feet. <laughs> Yeah, your stories about your dad are what drew me to you initially. Like, I loved hearing about the values you grew up with and his story. And you know, I, I hope to meet him someday. I'd love to interview him if we could. But I know I'd love to bring him. He gives me a good. He, I am a unique version of of 
I think a lot of people would look at me and say, here's a blonde eyed, blonde, blue, excuse me, blue eyed, blonde haired <laughs> girl in Darien, and just um, that I'm draped in entitlement. But actually, my dad came from the ghettos of Cleveland. And where I came from, I, came, I ended up in a pretty privileged area when I was in my teen years. And I almost didn't fit in in that sense. Um, we're all about incentivization, working for what you get, old school American values. My dad coming from nothing, he really, he became one of the power, most powerful men in the in the country for a period of time and the most senior expert in finance from nothing. And he he put himself through school. His family didn't even want him to go to college. They thought it was an insult. So he really instilled on us, sorry, not to go on, on a trail about my dad, but he really instilled a, a value system that you don't always see in like the white collar class. Um, so I get, um, I have a unique perspective and I also like many of us, don't like the label when someone looks at you and considers you privileged or entitled. Um, right. I mean, like you started off saying this, we got to get away from those labels. Um, yeah, it's about yeah. values and ideas. And yeah, I mean, my dad is a very similar story and, and that's what makes me, you know, who I am. And Is he, um, is he a um, serviceman? He was, yeah, in the army. He went to West Point and served in Vietnam and um, yeah, started his business from scratch. Like, you know, had nothing when he got home from Vietnam and then started a business and you know, did not have enough money to buy my mom a new pair of shoes the year she Christmas she was pregnant with me, had to borrow money for shoes because she didn't really have any. She had like holes in the bottom of them. And so it, yeah, I, I mean, and it's funny because I've heard or I read something recently about how as generations get farther away from, you know, the the shop room floor, if that makes any sense, from the hard labor that our parents experienced, that they lose those values. And I know Matt and I have talked about how do we instill that kind of work ethic and those values in our kids when they are not, you know, living with, you know, shortages or, you know, as, as this writer said, you know, buying the cheap ketchup to meet, to meet a budget. Mm. Um, yes, yes. So anyway. No, I agree with probably that. Probably going on too long for our no, I love podcast. It, but, but like it, it, it comes from, my dad actually is from this generation. And our, our, my parents, they, they don't just talk about um, immigration. My dad was, ran the largest companies in America that actually had to enforce immigration. So when he talks about the importance of legal immigration, and he, he's a big advocate for that, he was there with men with families, American citizens who are dying, putting their, their lives on the line every day to like keep our country safe. And it's not someone who's sitting in office toting an idea. Like my dad, when he talks about fights in the Middle East or you know issues in Asia, he's there. He he has an, he taught us something called moral authority where you never ask your employees or people to go do something if you're not willing to do it yourself. So when he would send men like your dad in the military, when he'd send men to go defend a border or go fight in Iraq, he wouldn't just send his people, he would go with them and make sure the place they went was safe because if he's not going to put his people and those in there who have children in, in danger, if he's not willing to go there too. So he would leave us all the time when we were kids and he would leave my mom with four kids and she was, you know, busting her butt and we were all trying to make it. And we didn't know that. I mean, and now, and he's a, as an older man, he tells us the stuff he went through and these, the risk his lives took. And it just, it just puts a different perspective on, I don't know, I have just a, a frustration when I see someone sitting in a room talking about issues that they've never truly experienced. So when your dad, I, I'd love to hear dad talk all day about war and- We should get the two of them in the room. <laughs> yeah, we should. Let them talk. We'll just sit back yeah. and but the, yeah, play the intro music. <laughs> right. I'm not going to sit here and talk like I know about war myself and like have an opinion on it. You know, I can ask, but like, if you've really done it, then talk away. You tell me your side, what yeah. that really is like. Oh, that's so impressive. I know. But um, 
That, I love that about your family. Maybe that gives us kindred spirits knowing same, that we... Yeah, I mean, I think it, I, I love your values. I think you, you exude the same things that I, you know, I believe in so fiercely. And so mm. anyway... I do like drinking too. Is that what? <laughs> And there's that. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun. This is going to be a fun podcast. And we look forward to, you know, having everybody along for the ride. Um, there will be guests of all kinds like you know all interest groups and areas and um and we hope you'll tune in when you find something sounds good to you yeah now we're talking darian now we're talking (laughs) thanks everybody thanks